1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Joining us now on the great Midwest bank hotline. He is former NFL quarterback. Now an analyst for pro football focus. Bruce Krakowski joins us here on the fan. Bruce, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, what's up
1: guys? Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. (laughs) So, uh,
0: We're all pretty excited because we just found out from the Packers an hour or so ago that Aaron Rodgers (laughs) plans on talking to the media. I am very excited. Uh, Aaron Rodgers (laughs) plans on talking to the media tomorrow afternoon at 2. And then Matt LaFleur, very cleverly scheduled to go after Aaron Rodgers uh, at 3.30 tomorrow on a Friday going into the weekend. Uh, What are you expecting to hear Aaron Rodgers say uh, coming up tomorrow afternoon?
1: Yeah, no, I can uh, understand why you guys are so excited. Shoot, I'm excited to see what he has to say. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I think he'll handle it as like a professional. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I there definitely would be frustration if I was him just through the draft. I mean, not so much they drafted Jordan Love, but also maybe after that. You know, I think A.J. Dillon and DeGuera from Cincinnati are good players. I mean, I really like them as good football players. Uh, but, you know, with with a draft so heavy and wide receivers, you know, Rodgers might have had his hopes up on, on getting a weapon outside that could help him. But I think where this offense is going is going to be more of a, a run, you know, run the football like the Niners are and go that way. But, look, I, I expect Rodgers handle, will handle it like a professional, uh, especially, look, when you get into training camp and he sees Jordan Love and, and understands, like, yeah, he's, He's physically talented and stuff like that, but you're going to see Rodgers is going to know the, the big difference between him and uh, Jordan Love. So I don't think it's a, a competition-type battle um, or a fear that Rodgers is kind of mad he's going to replace him now uh, and he'll feel that during training camp. But, you know, I, I'm I'm excited to see what he has to say. But, Bruce, did, did it take you by surprise, though, that they took Jordan Love instead of getting a receiver? You know, I did a little bit. um, I guess more of the fact was, like, for them to trade up to get him. You know, I could see if you sat there and he fell to you and you're like, ah, man, he fell to us. You know, we had him rated higher and we had to take advantage of this. Uh, The thing I always say, though, and you know, Leroy, how tough it is uh, to find that franchise quarterback. If you really feel like you, you have a guy that you love and this is the future, I mean, I don't think you you pass it up. And we saw last year with the the Giants and Daniel Jones um, and a lot of people arguing, you know, oh, was he picked too high? Was that a reach? But Mm -hmm. honestly, at that position, if you feel like you got the guy, why not go and get him? And look, it worked for Green Bay drafting Aaron Rodgers when Brett Favre was still there. And it gave Aaron Rodgers a lot of time to sit under and learn. And they're, they're they're trying to transition the same way, you know. And if Green Bay can fall into a situation where they go from Favre to Rodgers, and then four years later to Jordan Love, and Jordan Love has remotely half a career of Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, I think you got to be happy.
2: Yeah, uh, Bruce is Leroy Butler. I, I think one of the biggest things. Looking at the Pro Football Focus all decade 101 players and Drew Brees is number three, Aaron is number six, but when they did the All-Decade team, Drew Brees didn't make it. Maybe they got it wrong ahead, should have had Drew Brees with Tom Brady on their All-Decade, or did they get it right by putting Aaron Rodgers on All-Decade with Tom Brady?
1: You know, that's tough. I'm just such a fan of those three with Brady <laughs> yeah, Brees. it is tough. Oh, man, like I was just going through NFL radio today. I had my show, and, and we're doing – uh Bruce Murray and I are going back and forth, and we're drafting uh a, a quarterback for each team. You know, we're going through the list of 32 spots, you know. And, right, right. Uh, Bruce, Mur- Bruce Murray take, takes Patrick Mahomes first. I take, take Russell Wilson at two, and Aaron Rodgers was at, at number five with Tom Brady at four, and Drew Brees was actually three. And it's just, we talked about it, it's just so tough, man, because those guys, to be consistently that good for so many years, it's just so impressive. So I think you're just, you know, it's a hard argument because you see what Drew Brees brings. I mean, the guy is just a machine. He just Mm -hmm. runs that offense like no other. He's accurate. He puts in the work, his footwork, his timing, his rhythm. You know, Tom Brady with that chip on his shoulder, the mentality he has. And Aaron Rodgers, I mean, the you know, how athletic he is, his arm talent, the way he could deliver from so many different angles and off-platform. I mean, all three of those guys are so special, so it's just so hard to kind of put them in a list, you know. But I think Breeze and Sean Payton work so well in that offense. Uh, we see Tom Brady and what, you know, he's he's done in New England, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in Tampa. And now with Aaron Rodgers, with a little shaking up with the Jordan Love uh, mm-hmm. draft pick,
2: so, so this is
1: gonna be a fun football season. Hopefully, we do. You know, it's normal as always, but it, it's gonna be cool to see how those three guys operate.
2: I've been wanting to ask you this question for a minute. Do you really need a quarterbacks coach? Cause you got the offensive coordinator, you are the quality control guy, you the you're the head coach talking to the quarterback, especially if the head coach calls plays. Is that too many cooks in the kitchen, or do you like different perspectives?
1: No, I mean, that's a good point because it depends where you're at. You know, like if you're in Green Bay and you got Matt LaFleur, offensive-minded head coach, you got Nathaniel Hackett, offensive coordinator, uh, who kind of now acts like the quarterback coach, right? So, yeah, you know, when you do have that, it seems to be a lot. But um, sometimes Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, sometimes you need that quarterback coach to be a guy that, can be real with you when the OC leaves the room or the head coach leaves the room. I know that happened to me in Tampa. John Gruden was the head coach and Paul Hackett was the quarterback coach. Well, John Gruden ran all the meetings. And, but when it yep. was time for just a quarterback meeting, that's when Paul Hackett would break down the details and say, okay, look, I know what he said here. Here's how we can simplify it. Here's how our footwork can be. You know, so I think it's just that chemistry that you build with a quarterback coach that has your back, you know, and at the end of the day, I think that's what uh, you're looking for, you know, but at times, man, if if the coach doesn't um, instruct it right, there could be a lot of different voices and opinions in that offensive quarterback room.
0: Talking with Bruce Gretkowski, the former NFL quarterback, analyst now for Pro Football Focus. When you look at the NFC uh, after the draft is done, free agency, uh, done for the most part at this point, where do the Packers rank in the NFC in your mind?
1: I mean, man, what a, what a season last year they had. And, and I think what was cool about it is Rodgers played good. He played solid. He protected the football. Um, and they did it by being a good football team, you know? And, and I expect it to be, um, you know, the same way now, this season. I think the NFC is tough. you you got a lot of veteran quarterbacks. I think the AFC has a lot more, um, you know, younger quarterbacks trying to find their way. And when you look at that NFC picture, man, I think, you know, Green Bay and that division's tough. With the Vikings, I feel like that's like their counterpart who's going to, you know, take over there. And then you look around the division with, you know, Seattle and the Niners um, and then Drew Brees and then in the Bucs. So I, I think those are like the top dogs in that, in that division. And then Cardinals. The Cardinals had a great draft, had a great offseason. So, man, I think that NFC is stacked. But I also think you gotta look at that quarterback position. And anytime you have Aaron Rodgers, you have a chance. You know, Bruce. Everybody been talking about Tom Brady. He was over in the AFC and the division that they were in. Now he comes over. He's in Tampa, and that's a really tough division they're in. And also, he's playing a lot of, you know, the, the quarterbacks. I feel like are a lot better in the NFC. How do you think Tom Brady fares over at Tampa with with the new competition that he has at quarterback? Rodgers, Brees, and those type of guys. Yeah, no, you're right. That, I mean, that division, the NFC South is loaded. I mean, Matt, yeah, Ryan, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, oh, it's insane. And then Teddy Bridgewater signed over with Carolina. And I, I think Bridgewater has to be patient these next couple years and think, okay, how much longer is Drew Brees going to play? How much longer is Tom Brady going to play? Can I can I last two, three years in Carolina? And hopefully, like, they're they're the team of the future. But I think for now, when you look at that division – Man, that's tough. You know, it's, it's every week we're going to see a battle. I think Tampa Bay, talking about Brady going there, you know, I, I played in a similar system uh, with, you know, in, in Pittsburgh, like a Bruce Arians type system. And I think what Bra- what's going to be different is the terminology, but also Bruce Arians loves to push it downfield. You know, and you think about Josh McDaniels in New England, he was very strategic and how he game plan and there was a lot of quick game he utilized the backs out of the backfield and mismatches and so forth so now it's just coming together with Byron Leftwich and Bruce Arians and kind of formulating that offense to to fit Tom Brady and I think they'll do that and Brady's going to have a lot of weapons around him Uh, but the most important part I think what Tom brings to to Tampa is that mentality and the minute they saw, they signed Tom Brady, they know they have a chance. And that's what's pretty cool. And I'm a big believer in that quarterback being able to go into the locker room and change the temperature of the locker room, know the pulse of your team. And Tom Brady is that guy. So I think Tampa, man, I, I think Tampa takes wins that division this year.
2: Bruce, last one for me. I, I was wanted to ask another question I was think about asking quarterbacks. Leroy, you okay, think about a Okay, Tua uh, has the <laughs> top, be quiet, Gary. Uh, the top jersey, uh, sell selling amongst the rookie. I think most people thought it would have been Joe Burrow, but I, said, I don't know about the fan base in Cincinnati. But the trajectory of the ball for left-handed thrower, because you would know best. And then, does the ball spin differently left hand from a right-handed thrower? Does a right-handed thrower does it come at the receiver a little bit different, or or you think it's just the same?
1: No, yeah, you're right. It, it does come at the receiver different. You know, if you're lefty, it spins opposite um, than a right handed thrower. So it is a tad different. So when guys are catching mm. passes from Fitzpatrick, you know, and then they catch a few from Tua, it's going to be, you know, feel different. Yeah. Your hands yes. a little different. So that's an adjustment. Um, but I, look, I love Tua coming out. I mean, I studied him a lot in the last few weeks. And man, he, he's very twitchy. He's a quick twitch. Type, you know, athlete, very good release, you know, sound footwork, good face about him, and he's very instinctual. And that's one thing I look at. You know, when I look at these other quarterbacks like Justin Herbert, um, you know, he's too methodical at times. And I think Tua is very instinctual, and that's one thing. If he could stay healthy, I think he's going to be a really good player. Um, and a lot of times, too, his injuries just came from him trying to extend plays. So hopefully he continues to learn that, that he's more important you know, lasting the next snap and the next week and a whole season then maybe diving for a first down or keeping a play alive for too long. But I think he's he, he's done a tremendous job at college, and he's going to be a good young player.
0: Former NFL quarterback Bruce Gretkowski, now an analyst for Pro Football Focus, joining us here on the Wendy's Big Show. Bruce, thanks so much for your time, man. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you down the line. Thank you so much, Bruce. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. Have a good
0: weekend. Take care. There he is Bruce Krakowski on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion now in your home, Great Midwest Bank Home Renovation Loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai.